Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And I'm Leo with an L. And once again, this is not the second time we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I don't know either. I don't know either. You know, record or um, remote recording always presents some new and interesting challenges, doesn't it? It yeah. does. It does. Well, it's a good thing we try to record a little ahead of time. So let's try this again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, for today's episode, we are going to cover Tenoshi Nights that went on this past weekend. We're going to remind you guys of some events coming up. We're going to do our mental health check for your lie in April viewing. We went, we went up to episode 10 this week. And uh, then we got a little bit of car topics and updates, um, including uh, when Chrome was cool and roadsters that we uh, that we like. Not Miatas, though. We're we're, we're going to kind of cut them out of this conversation just for conversation's sake. Yes, sir. I have a good one actually in mind. Oh, <laughs> an interesting one. All right, all right, all right. But with that, let's kick it off with the uh, Your Line April health check. So, uh, Manny. Yes. Do you need help? Constantly. Okay, cool. Just checking. <laughs> We're not going to get you it, but just checking. I hope All right, you find that, 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 help. That, that finishes our mental health checkup. <laughs> <laughs> good, good talk, boys. Good talk. <laughs> just check the box. Not good. Okay, got it. All right. <laughs> But Leo actually finally caught up. He actually did his homework. Yeah, I finally did. It took me the whole night. I didn't go to bed until like 3 or 4 a.m. That sounds like a you problem. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm having a mental breakdown. <laughs> I need sleep. You and me both. You and me both. Yes, sir. But I really like the anime. I'm not going to lie. Bullshit aside. It was, it's really good. It's yeah, amazing. Well you, well, you told us you were kind of like a classical music fan to begin with. So how did this one compare to just listening to classical I, music? I adore it so much. I adore it. I adore it. Especially. Dora the Explorer? Yeah, Dora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when she com- comes up at the cameo. <laughs> but I love it at the, the last three episodes of the anime. When they were in a competition, last three episodes of the anime, or no, the last three or seven, eight, nine episodes. Okay, when they're at the actual competition, correct. And when they were battling off, oh my goodness, it was sympathy to my ear. I used to play the piano before, but I can't. I call cap on that. I, I really did. I really did play the piano before, or I used to, but I can't. Sure, it didn't happen. <laughs> oh yeah let me uh go through my memory book oh you can't i lost no, all no, my no, memories no. We, we go to guitar center we have leo test out a piano but the song he has to play is the forbidden rift oh my <laughs> look at what speed run how to get kicked out of a guitar center right no 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 leo has to go there try to play and then start slamming the keys and crying saying that i can't hear it i can't hear it <laughs> Do I have to cosplay as a character? <laughs> no, no, no. If you know, if if you know, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear it. Start like crying, having a mental breakdown right there. 
then if you want, I can hit you with a cane in the front of the in front of the store. Start abusing me right there in the front. Yep. Yep. And me and just me in the background just eating some cannolis. <laughs> Tony's screaming. This is why you never go to Euro for a competition. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> oh, making fun of children that obviously needed therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I the what the 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 song that the main character played. It was obviously you know he couldn't hear the the notes. It was pretty bad. I felt bad. I was sad. But then when he started like picking himself up, you know, getting that confidence again. You know, grabbing you know balls to the wall, then start playing again. Oh my goodness, that was oh my god, that was amazing. I loved it. Very cool. Okay. So going into this kind of fresh right now, emotionally wise, it's just kind of just building up a more of a of a hype, not a hype, but kind of like a fawning of it. Hmm. Okay. Correct, correct. And that will be your downfall, but okay. okay i think it's actually pretty fascinating kind of get your view from it just because you're you are going into this fresh with no knowledge of it correct you know that everybody says it's sad but you just don't know why yet yeah okay very interesting i kind of felt the pain because he he used to be a piano or not used to he is a piano player but he can't listen to the notes or anything i somewhat kind of not really relate because I want to play the piano again but I don't know how to play it there are lessons and YouTube yeah I think go buy a piano again or a keyboard and then go all you should get like those 80 style guitars that are just keyboards no (laughs) (laughs) the keytar the keytar does it have like a little tube in it too (laughs) I think that's something else. Oh, okay. I know there's one like that, too. Speaking of used to play instruments, when I was, like, in third, fourth grade, I also played the piano. Did you? But uh, the music school that I went to, they made everybody start off with fucking accordions. Mm. Yep. The, and- the, the bean in my dad was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> really? super excited he wanted me to play all his fucking banda songs (laughs) (laughs) and i like no lie this enemy has given me such a huge interest in playing piano but i never got around to doing it or actually trying it honestly you should because if you spend what 115 hours on elden ring Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you can you know, spend hey, 115 hours hey. on, on keyboard. It's funny, we discussed piano. this. La- did we discuss it on the episode or off? Yeah, off we line? probably did. Might have been on the ep- other episodes. Like, what could you have done with that time? Imagine the things you could have learned or done. <laughs> you could have learned a lot, Manny. I learned how to defeat bosses and let out my rage and frustration from getting killed so many times. So, how does that help in real life? <laughs> uh, anger management. All right. Hold on, hold on. But the anger came from the game in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. This is, this is a exactly. cycle. Yeah. The full loop right there. Oh, shoot. Well, anyways, as far as the anime goes, yes, kind of like how Leo was saying, the last three episodes were based, were actually really musical episodes. 
mm-hmm. and it was kind of going through his uh quote unquote childhood rivals, I guess, that he never really even paid attention to. Uh childhood acquaintance or acquaintance, isn't it? Technically. I would have just say just one-sided rivalries. Yeah. Yeah. Really, they were they were rivals to each other fighting for second place behind him. <laughs> First place loser, hell yeah. <laughs> so that was that was kind of like a little semi review reunion where they were kind of holding not a, not so much a grudge, but like they got you know a fire lit underneath them to, for him to come back and for them to try to finally try to get like a get their moment to outshine them, you know. Because that yeah. was their end goal, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what pushed them to get better. And that's yeah. really just the beauty of rivalry, just like pushing people to their limits to get better, honestly. Yeah. And uh, so besides the music, we actually did kind of get a glimpse a little bit deeper into the issues underlying. Kind of? Like, we did, actually. I mean, we did, but it kind of goes beyond that, really. Because right now it still kind of seems more of like, I guess more on the negative side of it. Mm. So kind of like it showed it showed that him getting kind of beat by his mom, who is pretty much sick and dying, right? Yes. But it's all on the negative, negative, negative side of it. And I know later on we do kind of see that it was really more of like a desperation of trying to make sure he can sustain himself after hey, she passes. But this sounds like a spoiler. Not really. It was no, in the not anime. Really. They, I mean, you can kind of was, you can kind of plug it in yourself from that. Oh, okay. It pretty much said it pretty much said that in episode ten. So I don't know how that's yeah, a spoiler. Yeah, it, it just still kind of it, uh, what I mean by up until this point of this episode, it's still painted as her only, only, only negative. Yeah. And, and you'll see they kind of shed a little bit more light on the actual desperate mental state that she was in that pushed her to kind of be like that. Mm, not okay. that it's any not that it makes it or justifies the way she did it you know what i mean but it was definitely not justifiable <laughs> yeah and, and, and his end goal as a child was just like to make her happy yeah, so if he can like become like that human metronome that they called him in the anime basically someone who can play the the score of the music perfectly as the composer intended to that that's all she cared about and that's where also the trauma uh, rooted itself as well Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to the next what five episode. Yes, we got the next five coming up. That'll put us up to episode fifteen, guys. And this time, I'm actually gonna not binge watch it at all one city <laughs> because you no because you said you watched it like till three a.m. But you had time during the day to watch it. I did have time during the day. I had more than enough time, but my dumbass decided to watch at night. I think, I mean, like, uh, like we've already said multiple times, like I could already, I already have an idea what's going to happen next, what's going to coming up and everything because of how many times I've seen this anime, especially. And right away, like there was parts that I, that I got up to on certain episodes. I was like, fuck, like it's, it's just going to like destroy me and mentally, honestly. But I think it was episode 10 where he fucked up on his music on his music composition performance. And once he fucks up, he just goes back into it. Like he finally gets that sense of motivation where he can play like 
not like the human metronome, but like as like close it, to it. Yeah, it's after he stops and he finds that he's no, no longer no, no. playing for the recital or competition. Yeah. But it's not more like playing like the human metronome, uh, metronome anymore, but playing it how he desires because of the motivation he got from Coyote. And what I liked about that, like all the regular audience, I thought he was just like, oh, he just fucked up and he just went fast. But the true pianists, people like, that actually actually knew, not also know, just knew, but like had like that sensitivity to the emotion in the music. Correct. Because they even they even mentioned that I think it was Emmy, one of the girls that considers him as a that one side of rivalry that we talked about. Mm-hmm. where she criticized him like she was just like thinking in her head about it but then like she she expressed herself like asking the questions like why does it sound like someone writing agony and like that when the moment she hit said that it hit me so hard honestly just mentally i was about to collapse yeah well we've already established from last episode that you watched this in the fetal position so luckily you're already there yeah and then I relieved my mental, uh, my mental stress by just getting angry on Elden Ring after. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. More hours added that you could have played a piano. Hey, I need anger, not sadness to end the night. God dang it. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for our checkup this week on your lie in April. Uh, this, disclaimer. Uh, the reason why I, can't play the piano not because i'm a smooth brain and i have only four brain cell it's because i was in a really bad car accident and i got amnesia just state it out there you got he was actually just trying to write his own anime right now (laughs) (laughs) wait for season two (laughs) season two is never good wait wait wait. (laughs) what do you think tony make make up some possible titles for his anime Ooh, yes. What do you think? Ooh, what's the title going to be? Oh, man. The title for this, huh? The well, Remembrance I, of I Mr. Bitches. Bit more. How old were you when this happened? I was 21. Oh, this was recently? Yeah. Oh, man. And were you by yourself? Oh, what did you crash? A Honda Accord, which I am thankful for, because if I would have drove into G20, I would have lost a leg or something really bad. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm really thankful for that. Like to the day forward, I'm still still thankful for that Honda Accord. It literally saved my life. So shout out to Honda. (laughs) (laughs) We can call it the Your Lion Accord. Your Lion Accord. <laughs> Love it. Nice, nice. <laughs> the other title I was thinking about was like the Remembrance of Mr. Bitches. <laughs> Got any titles, Tony? <laughs> oh man, the Fat and the Forgetful. <laughs> the what? The what? Excuse me. Damn. Uh, how how do I leave this? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, now you don't have to worry about epic. leaving. Your shitty wife will make you leave for us. Yeah, right. 
What do you mean shitty Wi-Fi? My shit's perfect. <laughs> I don't know why I even agree with you. That was a lie. <laughs> All right. Well, let's roll into the next topic. All righty. So what do we got on the board? Uh, uh, let's do a real quick thing of uh, Tenoshi Nights. So how was it? I, I couldn't go. Yeah. Uh, Leo's mad at me for not going. Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> vent, Leo. Let it vent. Hell yeah, I'm super heated. I don't know okay. if I can talk about the other thing, but I was super heated. <laughs> vent to us, vent to us, Leo, vent to us. No, you know what? No, you guys want me to hear me go rant? No, I'm not. I'm not. No, 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 go for it. No, 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 no. Don't worry, don't worry. All okay, then say, don't, don't bitch about me not going. Oh, yeah, I'm going to bitch about it. <laughs> but not today. <laughs> I like to bitch about it in person or in Discord. Because <laughs> my emotion... It's pure right there. All right. Well, while you kind of swallow that down, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the event itself. So I did go. Leo, you went. Yes. You were only missing Manny that night. I wonder yes. why. Are, are you an event or not, Leo? <laughs> yes, I was an event. Just vent. No, 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 no. I'm not going to vent. I'm a good boy. I'm a good Christian boy. Well, from here on out, you can no longer vent about that anymore if you're not going to vent right here. Fine. <laughs> I will not vent. <laughs> I'm a good noodle. <laughs> you're a good noodle, but I'm going to take off a, a, a noodle star from your board. No! <laughs> you're horrible. <laughs> I'm going to make that board for the studio. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> But I was a good noodle. <laughs> Anyways, yes, we did go to Tenoshi Nights. It was at one of its uh, original spots mm-hmm. off the Marietta Hot Springs. Oh, yes, by the uh, with the Albertos, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, Which nice. We... Yeah, yeah, it was super fun. I liked it, actually. Yeah, we got to see John for a little bit. He was in town for pretty much just the weekend. Oof. Yeah, it was super fast trip here and here and gone literally mm-hmm. funny enough they set up their speaker um no funko pop that i saw right i think he was no. busy this weekend okay yeah i didn't see funko pop but it's funny because uh the speaker that they had on the stand like the bluetooth speaker or whatever i looked up and i saw all the stickers was like super old stickers that we made <laughs> oh the unaccepted and steezy slap stickers, yeah, yeah, still on there. <laughs> Damn, so that was actually kind of cool. I was like, oh, shit, that's like four years ago now, yeah, I think that the was like OG around stickers. 2018. Yeah, those, those that was like four years ago. Damn, so that was kind of cool, yeah, that was pre COVID days, yes, uh, the good old days. Mm-hmm. And now that you said the word, Spotify is going to flag our podcast again. (laughs) Really? Yeah, the other day. uh, Or no, I think you pointed it out, huh, Manny? What? I think you're the one that brought it up to me that said uh, Spotify flagged a bunch of our episodes. Oh, that's right. Why? (laughs) Apparently, because we were just discussing our own lives and like the fact that, you know, that was going on. Oh, we and can't... our and my experiences with COVID and everything. Oh, yeah. okay. I about... said it twice. Now we're definitely flagged. Thanks, Manny. Yeah, I was about to say we can't say C O V I D. Apparently not. 
I mean, you get flagged kind of now. Trigger words that you like get... <laughs> trigger the algorithm or something. Why would they COVID with the K? Are they gonna flag that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's just the racist version. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh, damn! <laughs> is that the American version by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> well, the one with the K is the one that you get in the South. Oh, God, yeah! Thank God we don't have those. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? We got a few areas where they're there. So this is flagged already. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is this is done. We got we're we're all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, time to say whatever you guys want now. <laughs> I know at this point, who cares now? But yeah, anyways, we, uh they technically had... we could say it's we're saying COVID with the K. What can they do? <laughs> Literally, what can they do? You can't. <laughs> I mean, the flagging is just literally a little information pop-up, kind of like what you see on Facebook that just says like uh to get you know up to date or accurate you know information go to the cdc website or whatever oh, some shit uh, like that. yeah i seen them on instagram too if you write the word covid that little um little thing pops up little link yeah that's all it is that's that's what i mean when i say they just flagged the episodes oh uh, okay they, they're like oh here's a little fun fact about covid you get it you die <laughs> Well, okay, now we're fine for now sure now with that statement. Die, so thanks, thanks. <laughs> oh, no problem. GG. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Tenoshi Nights was super cool. Um, they had at least what, like 15 vendors? Yeah. Like a pretty, you know, like we've seen it been growing every single year for a while now, and, and they haven't seemed to have slowed down just yet. Yeah. And I like to see it grow more because it's it was a really fun event. Yeah, and you know it's still not even up to the numbers it was pre-pandemic. Really? Yeah, pre-pandemic. If you showed up at the time I got there, there was absolutely no parking. Oh goodness. Yeah, Tony's right about that, and I don't blame him because Tenoshi Nights is just like one of those few nighttime car meets that me and Tony still enjoy going to. Yeah, I haven't been to Tenoshi Nights in a, in a minute, honestly, and it felt really nice going out there. Mm-hmm. Kind of had it had that old school Segoy feel, like old school Otaku Thursday feel. Yeah, it's still very, very casual. Yes, still very casual, kind of just like drama free. People pop up. A lot of down to earth people. Yeah, definitely. I really, really enjoyed it a lot. I'll try to go to the next one, Leo. Mm, okay. <laughs> Come on. Come on, just vent. No, no. Just playing with the emotions at this point. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Anyways, before the uh, angry girlfriend gets too mad right here. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, there. <laughs> Besides that, we got a pretty good amount of cars in. Like I said, it's not up to the numbers it was pre-pandemic, but it is. it does seem like it's coming back to that. Because mm-hmm. it was pretty packed. I didn't stay long enough, and we really should have, because uh, one of the comments I made with Leo when we were walking around looking at the cars was like, hey, somebody towed their fucking shitbox there. <laughs> yeah. Is that Leo? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, there was a truck and trailer kind of parked off by the gas station, empty. And I was like, dude, somebody seriously fucking 
towed their car to a weed meet? Like, why? <laughs> Do you think it could be possibly John? No, he had his pickup there. But did he drive it, though? He does drive it. I'm almost pot. Man, if John, John, I remember he told us, uh, I'm not sure if he talked about it on the podcast or we were off mic, but he was talking about the build with the car. Yeah. And how he had some like air air shocks, like air shock suspensions. And he had like a bicycle pump to pump up his car. And he would have like his little brother pump up the car while they were driving so they wouldn't scrape. Oh, I remember. Oh. No, I remember that. That right there, that is a man who drives his shit. <laughs> but Tony, it gets better when we actually saw it in person. Oh, it was it was so fucking cool. It was funny, but it was so fucking cool. <laughs> That sounds exhausting, honestly. Well, that's what I mean. If he's getting his little brother to sit there on the bicycle pump, it's like, keep my shit from scraping, bro. Like, He's not towing his car. He's doing what he has to do to drive it. Hell yeah. That's that's commitment right there. That, that Mad respect. fucking commitment. That's dope. John, if you hear this, that's dope as fuck. <laughs> Come on, bro. We only got four listeners. And John's one of them. Hopefully. Well, it's three now that Leo's on it, so... <laughs> the downfall <laughs> well yeah i was thinking it had to be either maybe one of the r32s or the r33 that was there no the, no that we saw, all right i saw both r32 drive in it was like, like three it, of them there though wasn't there two 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 it was okay. a red one with a white bumper and i, I saw forgot that the other one, one drive in yeah and i and there was a GTR, I think. But the R33, we saw the driver, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. The white one. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. That one drove out, too. Yeah. Unless it was that 8.6, <clears throat> the vendor with all the food. I mm, no, I saw it drive in. I saw it blow a lot of white smoke. <laughs> and I heard intense knocking. It wow. did not the cam did not sound right. I don't know if it was supposed to be like that. I'm no 86 expert, <laughs> but it did not sound healthy. You know, um 86 expert or not, white smoke and knocking is usually not a good sign. Yeah, it it I mean it sound, might be normal if you got a rotary, but <laughs> it sounded like an A cylinder That's just burning oil. Four cylinder. <laughs> no, yeah, that white smoke coming out of the tailpipe. I, I was like, yeah, mm, yeah, that's not, and that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> it was probably a cold start. So that's there, there, therein lies another interesting question. Then, if it wasn't one of the R32s or the 86, I don't remember seeing any other car that I would see worth towing that I wouldn't just drive. Uh, no, I would say, right? could it be possibly a vendor? No, but not really. Mm. That was a car hauler. Yeah. That was a car hauler. That wasn't a utility trailer. That was a car hauler for sure. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think they even left the ramps out. You know what? I think, you know, I know why it might be. Because I think people might think that I might have brought a Celica and they might think I would have break down right there. So they brought a car hauler <laughs> just in case. They were ready for you. They were ready. Yeah, for they were you. ready. And when they saw me pull up in the Subaru, they were upset. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> All right, we'll just assume it was somebody towing a regular 8.6, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. 
yeah, honestly, I don't see anything else that looked like it was like illegal or super show car that should have been towed. Exactly. Other unless than it was, North. unless it was Leo trying to get home again without a state riff. That's how you, that's how you do it. You beat the system. Yes. That's how you beat the <laughs> system. <Technically>, yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, like like always, we had a good mix of cars, and it's it's kind of weird because like. I remember Tanoshi back in the days, Manny, you know, we would show up and we would see a ton of people we know, right? Yeah. So we'd end up catching up with everybody and just kind of spend the night kind of like, hey, I haven't seen this person in a while. What's up? It's been, you know, a whole month since we've seen each other or whatever, right? Yep. It's like a whole new group. Interesting. I legit don't think I knew anybody there except maybe a couple vendors. And Leo. I guess I, I don't I don't readily admit that in public but yeah yeah <laughs> he always looked at me like a stranger like who's why is this guy following me I tried to send Koro to attack he wouldn't do it I don't know what happened you try to make Koro jump off my back too that wouldn't happen either it wouldn't happen no I was hoping it did one day I no, bet- who the other guy Frank I was hanging out with us there you go Frank was there too yep Frank yep which Frank are we talking about? Uh, Red 8-6. GT 8-6. You mean FRS? Well, yeah. yeah One of those. <laughs> oh, Frank. Okay, I know who you're talking about now. Yes. I saw a lot of new vendors, or vendors I haven't seen ever before. And it was pretty cool looking at their stuff. So who were the typical vendors that we that we usually know that were there? Oh, I don't know none of their names, dude. <laughs> oh, I know one. His name is uh, R or R-N-D, R&D Design. Oh, I know you're talking about. Oh, I remember yeah. them. Yeah. I remember he, the name, at least. He was there. <clears throat> yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think he lives in that area. I think he lives, like, somewhere in the uh, San Diego area. Yeah, R-N-S. Uh, dot design works that's his instagram handle he was there okay and i was trying to convince him to come to round one with me (laughs) (laughs) how'd that go i went so low at the end come on man vent vent no i'm good i'm good don't worry there's always next time right buddy we'll see That will see better be yes. <laughs> that will see is a non-commitment. <laughs> <laughs> that will see is yes, I'm gonna be there next time. <laughs> we'll see. God damn it. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyways, it was a great event. Uh we did see like uh like I said, a whole new plethora of people and community kind of sprouting up, which is kind of cool to see. Yeah, it is kind of cool to see. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that. There's a lot of new faces there. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah, oh heck yeah! So we'll we'll kind of see how it grows. It does look like it's coming back. It's getting bigger again. They're growing stronger. And uh, from what I found out last time from uh, Ollie, it seems that uh, it's going to be John and his brother that's going to be kind of taking over. Ollie's going to kind of step back. Because I think Ollie is going more towards the off-road scene now, I'm guessing. 
Yeah, yeah. He has other interests he wants to pursue. So super awesome for him. And uh, we'll see about later on if we can catch John and his brother to kind of come in when John is here for a longer period of time. <laughs> Definitely. Ooh, another reason why I really like Tenoshi Nights. They have a, spo- a food spot that's actually open 24 hours. Alberto's? Yes. Yeah, and the gas station's right there. And the gas station's right there. Yeah, but the most important is the Alberto's. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Alberto's, but I'll still enjoy it. But the fact that it's 24 hours and right in, we can be there late as fuck and like we're hungry and like right there. Oh, yeah, that's that's the only way Alberto stays in business is that they're the uh, the nightlife food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All you got to get is carne out of fries, hang out with the homie and, you know, that's a good time right there. Here or a is. chicken quesadilla with the side of horchata. Yeah. What else? what else? That's literally a good night right there. Just hanging out with the homies, eating some greasy Mexican food. Definitely. Just getting ready to mob out all together to round one. Together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Together. It was so fun going to round one, honestly. Yeah, was it? <laughs> it? I bet you was great load of times. It was. I was gambling there and everything, playing some crane games. Wow, that sounded like fun, Manny. It was fun. And then I saw you playing Wang In, so it was cool seeing you bully all those people. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Are you ladies done? Oh, I, I'm just getting started. What's the next topic? <laughs> What's the next topic, please? All right, so while we were walking around, somebody rolled up in what looked like a 2000 Fast and Furious Itasha. Yeah. That's more or less accurate description yeah. of it. And uh, was it early 2000? Yeah. Like it, it was tuner like that. scene. Yes. You super, that. super hot import nights, tuner scene, Toyota Celica, the GTS, you know, the full fucking hot boy fucking body, body trim, like the two thousands, yeah. right? The, the last gen Celica, and it looked hot as fuck. So but it wasn't a GT4. With Natasha. It was in GT4, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but this one had a Natasha, which honestly, I think that's the first time I've seen that old school tuner aesthetic with a Natasha. Yes. So you that was kind of interesting. We need to bring that back. It looks really, Tony, you got to admit, it looked really nice. So I can't admit that just because, or I can't admit that because I don't like it. <laughs> You guys it take does pictures? give me the flashbacks, you know, because uh, I graduated in mid-2000-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. But I never really liked it. Thus, I've never really liked the Fast and Furious movies. I've always hated them. Really? Even Tokyo Drift? All of them. I've never even seen Tokyo Drift. I only that, like... That what? is my fandom for Fast and Furious. I haven't even seen all of them because I just don't like them. <laughs> I like I'm not gonna too- lie, probably Tokyo Drift was the only good one. All right, Too Fast and Furious, the second one, was only good at the end when they all come out of the warehouse. That was pretty dope. Nah, Too Fast Too Furious was only good because the ejecto cedo cut. I know. I know. <laughs> no, it was only good at the end because it ended. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't say <laughs> I think, yeah, Tokyo Drift was pretty cool, too. 
It's like when Paul Walker died. I thought it was finally going to be over, but no, they still had to fucking do another one. Yeah. Another know. one. They did like how many already? And there's still like two more know, to go. Dude, no, so many plus the spinoff. <laughs> uh, that, that spinoff was just garbage, honestly. <laughs> it was very unnecessary. Yeah. I honestly think I can appreciate a cleanly done, like old tuner scene car. But it reminds me of Fast and the Furious, and I just don't like it. So I blame Fast and Furious for doing all that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, it brought up the topic of, like, you don't really see Chrome anymore. That's where kind of the discussion is coming from, where back when Chrome was cool. (laughs) You don't really see it anymore. So I thought we'd have a little car discussion of what are the best and worst throwback car trends and i know this starts to get a little bit gray just because i feel like we're kind of in that transition where a lot of people are doing retro shit to their car because of that throwback feature okay so are we talking about chrome features that were aftermarket or that came stock so chrome chrome was cool is literally just the title that, that's just what I'm titling the segment, but I'm just talking about the best and worst throwback car trends that you remember. Okay. So, like, for instance, um, I'm going to say one of the worst car trends that I remember is spinner rims. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if they were the fucking expensive ones that, you know, mitigated how fast they spun or if you went to Walmart and you got yourself your fucking hubcap spinners. Or the swap meet and gut your hubcap spinners. That shit was a terrible trend. Do you prefer spinners or floaters? Uh, You know, to me, they're kind of the same shit. They kind of are, in my opinion. Yeah, but one of them just... The wheel stays still, but the background's moving, so it looks like it's rolling. Even though it's not moving. If the wheel stays put in place, how does the car move? The 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 spinny yeah. Think thing. about that. If it has an additional little spinny thing, little a little additional wheel piece to hover or spin, no, it's just a no. <laughs> <laughs> I could. So think, that's I, like one of the car trends for me. That's like on my worst list. I got a good one right here. Uh, fake hood vents and side vents. Ooh, you remember those? I still see them. That's what's sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're talking about like obnoxious, like the one that's not even supposed to be there type of hood. Oh, no, I know. I'm talking about those AutoZone stick-ons and shit. Yeah. It's, it, it's not common, but it doesn't surprise me because I still see them floating around here and there. Yeah. I actually still see them a lot. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a... I don't know if it's just like a car that, you know, it's had it on there for the last 10 years, 15 years, or there's somebody out there still fucking doing it. <laughs> or or just people that couldn't afford the actual trims and just want to be, that just want to look cool. Or I guess that's kind of the issue is that a lot of the cars no. I see it on don't have that on any trim. It's usually a Corolla or a Focus. Yeah, I'm about to say, Corollas are the... <laughs> The usual suspect. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, the worst part is they're not fully committed. You slap on the hood vent, and then we make the little hole right there. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, it's better than getting an angle grinder and making hood vents like Sparky. Is it, though? 
I mean, he was committed. That, he, at that point, he was committed. And he was he, committed. He can kind of like, he can toss up his hands and go race car, race car. I don't care. I don't care. You know what I mean? And, airflow. and the reason why I'm also giving props to Sparky because he was actually racing his car. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, those VQs are prone for being hot as fuck. They yes. actually do need to be vented. Hot as in not as cool as in like it overheats. You know, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> as in it fucking overheats under there yeah. if you are racing them and shit. Yeah. So that that's the reason why I'm saying it's it, it that's more committed than just like slapping on a fake hood event. Wait, wasn't that useless though? Because at the end he just took off the hood. Or start racing without a hood? So no, he had he had the hood because the of the, hood the whole wrap that Tony designed for him and everything. Oh, because last time I remember it, it had no hood. <clears throat> uh he's never had a bumper. Oh. He's yeah, it was al- the bumper he's actually. He always had the hood. Mm, okay, okay. And and I swear to God, he always denies it, but I swear to God, he he put that like welded bumper guard thing on there. With the intention of never putting a bumper back on, I'm almost positive he his intention was to never put a bumper back on. <laughs> this week episode is we're roasting Sparky. It has been a while. <laughs> it really has been a while since we roasted the man. Yeah, he went MIA for a cool minute. Yeah, we'll see if he still listens. He'll message us later. <laughs> Hi, Sparky. All right, Manny. So, best or worst car trend. You kind of actually took my with the spinners, honestly, because I also thought that was just complete garbage. Okay, well, I can give you some time to think about another one. I got plenty to hate on. <laughs> I got I got tons of them. So I'm gonna go next with uh, and I don't know if they're still prevalent. I just remember these from like when I was a teenager. So this was like 2004, 2005, 2006. We would go to the swap meets. And they'll have those chrome Alteza style tail lights for like fucking suburbans and shit. Oh god, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm talking about then, right? Yeah. Okay. Though that's what to me is one of the worst ones. Yeah, like one of the trends where you get the what the old Silverado trucks and you put Corvette tail lights on oh, the suburban rear bumper. Suburbans, Silverados, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, you put the tail light on the bumper, rear bumper. <laughs> you're like, what? Oh, I was just talking about just the straight tail light conversion. Like they would just take out the factory tail lights and put those like chromish backplating ones. No, no, these people what you do is they grab their old uh, uh, Silverado, take out the tail light, fill it up with Bondo, then yeah, go and to they put them in the bumper. That's kind of like a lowrider shit. Yeah, uh, uh, I guess. You you see that a lot in like the mini truck community and stuff like that. I'm talking about like the Bisa Chrome tail light replacements. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, They're horrible. Yes, I, I know, know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know why they even made those. I have no idea. Manny, let's replace all your um your work trucks in the in the nursery with those. <laughs> I can get them. <laughs> don't tempt me for a good time. <laughs> Your dad's gonna come out like, "What the fuck is this?" My- <laughs> He's like, "Worth the quacha cut." <laughs> Jeez. Hold on, hold on. Are we putting fucking the quaches in the worst list, just as a group? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I vote yes. Yes. Now, you know what's worse than tequacha? The Take Carolina, over. Carolina squats. 
You know, we don't have to deal with them over here, though. Yeah, yeah we don't what, really have which to Which is the blessing. Them. Which is the blessing. That is a blessing, absolutely. Because <laughs> I've seen videos of them, what they do. Holy shit, I am glad <laughs> I live in California. It's amazing how they'll do, a, they'll do the squats and they'll still be towing like that, too. God. God. Yeah, but... We do have tequaches that make me never want to buy a Silverado ever again. Never want to buy a single cab? A Silverado, <laughs> period, at this point. <laughs> it's ruined the entire truck for me. I hope you're listening, Chevy. This is what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, convince me if you send me one, and I'll probably revaluate my, my I'll opinion. Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell it and go buy a Tacoma or a Tundra or a F-150. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what was a bad modification back in the good old days? Those oversized like body kits with bad like body lines. I mean, we still get those right now. We do really? kind of, yeah. You just don't see it as often. Yeah. But it was uh what was it? it was bad back then. It was bad still to the day forward. Yeah. And and people putting 21 inch chrome rims on a civic you mean that should, dub dub that culture should, that should be illegal everything had to be 20s and up <laughs> yeah that's no 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 yeah well, enough with that enough with the negative positive i guess underglows underglows on your positive uh, like a gray positive gray positive <laughs> <laughs> they're cool to an extent okay all right <clears throat> i would probably all... agree with lee on that they're yeah they look nice to an extent yeah if you go a little wild and start putting like like underglow from the grill and places that shouldn't even be there it's and your car looks stock too no you, you should go to jail all right. Capital all right. punishment. So I got a hot take on this one. A positive, and a, and I know I'm going to catch a little bit of flack for this, but a positive car trend. And I'm calling it a trend because I don't think it's going to survive, but I still, I'm going to put it in the positive camp. Negative camber stance. I'm putting I mean, it in the positive. Are you talking about like, vip negative camber yeah i'm talking about non-track non-racing non-functional <laughs> talking about 15 degrees of negative camber yep now obviously to a certain point right to a certain point it's kind of like you gotta draw the line and be like nah bro you're doing too much <laughs> but a tastefully done one that's lowered, even though they're kind of fucking with a sports car, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I can still kind of see as a positive just because, like, hey, you know what? It's a different scene of the car community, right? It's almost like hating on lowriders. Yeah. We don't hate on lowriders. These are basically like the JDM lowriders. Yeah, like okay, I can see what gangster people used to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're obviously they know they're not race cars. They might want to try to take the aesthetic here and there or whatever. And that that's fine. You know what I mean? They're a part of the community. They are supporting some of our 
brands and aftermarket that we want to use for performance parts, right? Yeah. But they're supporting them, keeping them in business. That helps keep it funded and keep it cheap for us, right? Correct. So I am putting stance guys into the positive car trends as much as I would never fucking do it. <laughs> I have a confession. I actually do like those Japanese VIP with like negative 20 camber. Well, I mean, you kind of introduced us to the Bozozoko, so we're not like super surprised, Leo. Because yeah. the amount of, the amount of work they do to it, custom fab work and everything, just to make that thing tuck in, blows my mind. Just remember, for every awesome fabricator doing that to get that fifteen negative fifteen degree camber, mm-hmm. there are ten butchers. <laughs> yeah, that are hacking the fuck out of these frames and cars to get that 15 degrees yes we're, we're talking about like they're cutting through the seat at this point oh yeah no there's some butchers out there man i've seen some some little video clips like holy shit and nope. we got we got to we got to be thankful for the people because of those people they found a way to like lift up the engine because they're so damn low that they don't have to scrape their oil pan so shout out to them <laughs> Have you All ever right. seen somebody like lower their car so low, like to the point like they've scraped so much where they don't have a floor pan anymore? Me. I don't know about a floor pan just because like the floor, there's so many other components that will give out oh, before that ever happens. No, because Tony, I've actually seen one. Man, I did see one too. Really? I've seen multiples actually. How do they run their brake lines and their fuel lines? They're inside the car. Oh my god! No, like Tony, <laughs> like he's not kidding. I've seen that shit. Yeah, they're legitly inside. The they vehicle. they literally run everything inside the car just so that they don't have a floor, so they can sit as low as possible. So, so think about this: they're so low, they're running their exhaust uh, pipe through the car too. Yep. Yikes! So they're, they're nice and warm and toasty in a summer day. There are some race cars I've seen where they pipe inside the car to get a side exit. Yeah. Well, we're, I, know, people are, I know. These people are crazy. These, I don't know. <laughs> All right, Manny, you got a positive or a negative? Positive trend for Chrome, right? Well, just, or, or just anything. It doesn't have to be Chrome. Chrome was literally just the title because that car reminded me of, you know, back in the days when Chrome was cool. Yeah. Um, Negative trend. I wouldn't say it's a trend because I've only seen a few of them. But all chrome wrap or paint jobs. Ew. Okay, like the full, ref- not reflected, but the full like shiny mirror chrome stuff. The entire car. Yeah. That just- I've seen a few cars that, that have done that shit and they just look disgusting. So how about we just call that bougie wraps? Because personally, yeah. I would put those like gold or those chrome mirror wraps in the same camp as like the camouflage wrap. Yeah, I was about to say, thank God a camouflage wrap was only like temporary because that shit was ugly. Oh, I, I still see it out there. Yeah, but they weren't, they weren't as popular now as it was before. Yeah, yeah, but those like obnoxious, obnoxious wraps. <laughs> or you know what's even worse when you do half wrap. Have you yeah, seen those half camel yeah, wrap? Yeah. 
Oh, like one side of the car is is one base color and the other side is just camo. Yeah. That's when that's when they can only half afford it. Yeah, they only got the 50% off literally. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that one. Hopefully we see less of those going forward. Uh I, I guess but I'm glad I guess last one. I'm glad to see stock cars. No, I'm glad I don't see anymore, or uh, not as used to be. Um, stock cars with KN stickers, NOS stickers, uh, what was it? O'Reilly stickers on the side of the cars. Oh, the grocery list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that's gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it never really bothered me that much. And obnoxious spoilers too. That's yeah, and that's still kind of halfway around. The like double spoilers. Mm-hmm. I'm glad those are semi going extinct. Semi. <laughs> uh, another thing that I thought was just like extremely just hideous most of the time, and I've seen it multiple times here in my area, uh, especially on like smaller pickup trucks. It's not the it's not a squat. It's I would say like more like the reverse squat where like the the rear end is lifted all the way while the, the front end is lowered all the way. Rake? Yeah. Isn't that like muscle car type shit? Uh, if you got, usually it's like the muscle car has like a staggered drag wheel setup, and that's kind of what they're trying to imitate, I think. But like, normally the, a muscle car will have that because of the big and littles. But these are all these are square tire uh, tire setups, mm. and that's what I'm saying. Like there's like I'm like uh, like smaller pickup trucks that are that I see them doing it where like stock uh, stock wheels, stock tires, but like super lifted in the rear and su- and just like super lowered on the front. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, sometimes the truck community does some weird shit. That's why we got the quatches. Yeah, yeah, that's true, true, true. Yeah. All righty, let's roll into affordable roadsters that are not Miatas. Obviously, we're eliminating Miatas from the list because they're no longer affordable. They're no well. I mean, it's not that they're no longer affordable. I think that's just because uh, that they're that's kind of want the go-to to where people where people automatically assume, you know. Yeah, true. We want we want to know what's an affordable roadster that isn't a Miata. Yeah, and we're going to put an asterisk on the affordable. Maybe just like, maybe we shouldn't even call it affordable. Maybe we should just call it like best roadsters that are not Miatas. Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because then we can kind of throw in like the S2K because obviously one of the ultimate roadsters, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not affordable at all. <laughs> yeah, true, Not true. anymore at least. Oh, I, I have some budget. Uh, roadster in mind already. All right. Well, why don't you kick us off, Leo? PT Cruiser. <laughs> Is that a roadster? <laughs> yeah. Leo, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's technically a roadster. <laughs> it is. Aren't they four doors? No, they're two doors. They're two doors. Yeah. Oh shit. So technically, it's a roadster. And then you can get the same motor from an SRT4. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so I don't if you even think that would do it. <laughs> if you're looking for a, a cheap roaster for the track, the PT Cruiser is there for you. <laughs> Oh no, no, I, I can't accept this one. <laughs> hey, hey, honestly, though, the good thing is that it looks better than the SSR because that shit was hideous. That was my next one. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, yeah, we had this little combo before. Uh, there's a lot of good roasts there. One of them is the uh, Nissan Murano roaster. <laughs> How can you forget about that timeless classic right there? Okay. Have you seen it? Does the, the PT Cruiser have rear seats, though? I think, I think it, does. it does. It does, but you can't really fit people there. So it does not count as a roadster. Mm. Told you I could Fine, not I accept guess. this, so I had to go and Google the definition. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming Mitsubishi Eclipse not considered a roadster, too. Negative. No. So yeah. an auto uh, roadster is defined as an automobile automobile with an open body that seats two and has a folding retractable or removable top. Technically, technically the PT Cruiser, you can put two American people there. You can't fit <laughs> no, another no, two in the out. back. <laughs> no, that's a cop out. <laughs> no, so, I guess... okay. I'm I'm scratching the the PT Cruiser out of this. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chrysler. <laughs> or Fiat now. Um I the Audi TT. Audi TTs are nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see an Audi TT. It's like an older one, you can probably get at a pretty decent price, I imagine, too. Yeah, you can buy the first gen to come with twin clutch, twin dual clutch. And I think they have um, uh, that 1.8 turbo motor, right? Yes, sir. 1.8 and... And Volkswagen used that shit in everything. Everything, yeah. And a front-wheel drive. The Audi? Yeah. So it's a front-wheel drive roadster. Correct. They do come all-wheel drive. But they didn't come in a roadster. breaker for me. (laughs) They didn't come in a roadster. Okay, okay. I guess as far as we're going like affordability, I'd probably go Z3. Ew. You can start picking those up pretty cheap right now. Yeah, I wonder why. Because <laughs> they're ugly, they're weird, ugly. small looking things and they're underpowered. And a very, very bad transmission. Well, they're German, so. Yeah, that's one thing they haven't figured out. I mean, they figured it out. You just need five more steps before you complete it. <laughs> they let you uh, build out, build the car after. Yeah. <laughs> That's just hard to trust an old German car. Yeah, true. I mean, well, I guess if you had the right community and you loved the car, like I'm sure you can learn it. It seems like John from 91 Octane does really well with his E36. Hmm. but he is a bmw like enthusiast so he was very willing to put in that work to go through the whole car you know what i mean yeah 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 i wouldn't be willing to do it for a bmw (laughs) (laughs) no yeah nobody would 
But as far as like an affordable roadster, I think technically a Z3 would be in that affordable camp for sure. Well, if we're bringing Z3, then I guess I could bring up the 2002 Mercedes-Benz SL. Okay, long hood motherfucker. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They, you can get some of them with a supercharger, supercharge V8. And it'd be like running 6K. Okay. Which is pretty good for the money. Bang for the bucks. And they're light too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So if we're moving up the list, Manny, do you got one before I go? I don't know if they're affordable because they're considered classics at this point, I think. But probably the Suzuki Cappuccino. Well, it's... Probably not affordable just because we have to import them over here, but they are exactly, affordable. exactly, yeah. But those are actually super cool, very, very fucking tiny, yeah. So, hey, what do you like the ABC cars? They're really good, yeah. If we're going that route, there's also the Honda Beat and oh, the AutoZan, right. and the AutoZan, which is the smallest one from all of them. I'm not even sure which one that one is. It's a super, 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 super tiny mid engine car. It's smaller than the B and a lot smaller than the Cappuccino. Jeez. And it's a million times smaller than a Miata. Okay. Jeez. Okay. So I'm going to be a cheater on this one. And I know we should probably eliminate it anyways, but the Fiat 124 Spider. I knew you would see that. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> I, I had a strong feeling. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was expecting somebody to say that car too. Yeah, well, because, like, I was looking at them when I was car shopping, like, obviously, I can't, I need more utility than a fucking Roadster right now. Yeah. But the, even the new 124 Spiders, honestly, it's a pretty nice Miata alternative. It's really slept on. Turbo. Mm -hmm. A little bit more of, like, the creature comforts and nicer interior and shit. It's been touched by Italians. So they have executed like styling yeah i mean i, I kind of like the miata styling better mm -hmm. but uh I, I i see what you mean it, it's in it in in itself is a little bit more unique for sure do you think you could like front end swap it like you know I mean, how 240 like chassis you, so i'm assuming so so you know how like 240 you can front end swap like with many other things do you yeah. think you can get away just swapping the whole thing out, make it look like Miata, but register as a Fiat? <laughs> okay, that would be cool. Fiata. Fiata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's the same chassis. I'm sure I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that can swap right over. Ooh, excellent. Would, wouldn't make sense to fully re-engineer a whole thing. You know what I mean? The whole purpose they share it is to save money in development. Yeah, true, true. So I would say the last two for me would be a Boxster and a Z4. Boxster is like so basic, German honestly. Again. Germans. Fucking Germans. <laughs> God dang it. Unfortunately, unfortunately. I know I was mentioning it to you before that. Eventually, I need to buy a Roadster. It sounds like you're leaning more to the Z side, the Z3 and Z4. 
honestly, I am. Just because I feel if I buy a Miata, I'm going to want to turn it like to a race car or something. And then I'm going to have all these projects that never get done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I would probably try to stay away from it. So I would probably have it more just to experience having a roadster. I've never really owned a convertible or anything. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. So that's why I'd rather go with something that has a little bit of power on the street. So I'd, I'd consider a Z4 in the free in the future. Are you going to be, if you get a Z4, are you going to be the guy who drive with the roof down sunglasses, your Ray-Bans up driving to uh, PCH? Um, so I would shoot for a hard top. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden (laughs) I, I would shoot for the hard top just because inherently I don't like convertibles. I know that's the whole purpose of a fucking roadster. <laughs> yeah, you're defeating the purpose. But I want to be able to try it and go like, oh, this is not for me. And then maybe I could just put it back up. Like, <laughs> I'd like to tisk, have the option. Tisk, tisk. Don't Z4 has, uh, what is it? The hard, the hard, hard top. top. Yeah, the hard top. Yeah, they have a full retractable hard top. So yeah. like, I could try it out. And if I don't like it, I can just put my hard top back on and call it a coupe. The thing is with Roadster, it's a hit or miss. If you're too tall, then you're fucked. If you're too wide, you're fucked. <laughs> if you're well, too anything, you're screwed. I'm average height, true. so I think I'll be all right. Yeah. I think another one that was like interesting was like the the Buick Rieta. Is that the weird front wheel drive one? Yeah. No, I think it's rear wheel drive, isn't it? No, it's Buick. <laughs> that's, scream- that's screaming front wheel drive, and I'm pretty Let- sure it has a V6 platform. Let me look it up. I mean, I don't think they ever made any good ones, though. They did back in the 70s. <laughs> True. <Good. laughs> Maybe some in the 80s, but besides that, just Buick went downhill. Yeah, there, there wasn't really a lot of good American roadsters at all. Oh, you know what? Geo Metro. No, an American <laughs> would actually rock the uh, Saturn Sky Redline. There, ah, ah. I would rock a Saturn Sky Redline. Yeah, good luck on finding those. <laughs> yeah, they're hard to find. Rear nobody wants drive to... turbo motor. Like they did a pretty good job with that one. Ooh, eighties or late eighties Corvettes. No. They're so cheap. There's a reason for that. <laughs> and you can get it with the Lotus motor. There's a reason it's cheap. <laughs> hey, hey. I, I don't I don't think the Americans really made any good roadsters until like modern tech. Yeah. When they got help from other countries. Yeah. Yeah. No, they really didn't. Not unless you're buying like an old school Shelby or a old school fucking uh roadster Corvette. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than that, any any old American roadster I wouldn't touch. No way. Hmm. Yeah, because the only good one from the eighties to up is literally the the what was it the the Saturn Redline and a Pontiac Soltis. The Soltis wasn't very good though. <laughs> it, was, it was that one's it was, heavy if I remember. 
but it was good looking. Well, it was like a similar setup as the Saturn. I don't know if the Pontiac got the redline motor, though. All I, I know is that did. that's where BMW got their inspiration for their front grille. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> that's where it started. Innovation and in design, the ultimate biting machine. <laughs> I'll start doing uh, BMW commercials on the side. Right? <laughs> hey, they, they might get offended and start like DMCA this this podcast. No, they're gonna get offended and, and make an make okay commercial. boomer commercial. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a ten minute of of you ranting and they're saying that they're better than you. Yeah. Oh well. All righty. So let's get into some of our last stuff. We have the Arc Movement show coming up, right? Yes details on it let's remind the listeners one more time about a great charity show they should be going out to support yeah so if anybody if if you haven't heard or you don't know about it this is going to be arc movements autism awareness annual car show that they do uh it's like as tony has said it many times and it still sticks with me like how perfect it is honestly like we spend so much money with our hobbies why not give a little bit extra and help support the community with uh, situations like autism and everything mm-hmm. and just basically give back to the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're very fortunate to spend our money on stupid shit. So yeah, I think, I think we should be able to spend some money and give back a little bit. Yeah. For a greater cause. Absolutely. And for people that want to know, like want details, you can always look up arc movement on IG their annual car show for all the autism charity car show is going to be at the Anim Garden Walk. It's going to be May 1st. And I think we said 10 till 2. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you can go out there, spectate, or if you want to register your car for the car show, just look them up on IG and they should have a link. Yes, sir. Yep. We'll be sharing the flyer as the dates get closer. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, like I said earlier, speaking of spending money on stupid shit, I finally picked up my trailer. Uh, and I finally got time. to see it in person. Yes. I finally got to see it in photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's, it feels like it's been a long time coming, but I see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm almost fucking there. <laughs> Close to that goal. Close to it, close to it, close to it. So um, I picked it up on Friday. I had the day off for Good Friday. Oh. Oh. Union holiday. And and I guess that's why you said you would have loved me that if I went with you to see the trailer in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maddie would be an expert. If I would have gone, I'd be like, mm, "Yes, this is a trailer that is, has yeah. wheels." <laughs> I appreciate that was your reaction too. You're like, "Yes, this is a trailer, and it can haul and has tires." Because even though I already told you some key points, Tony, before you bought the trailer, I still noticed some things that I pointed out to you when seeing it in person. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there were kind of things that were already there, anyways. I guess no, I'm like things to look out for and everything. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, luckily, the, the trailer was good. It's set up. It's There's nothing, no issues with it. It's a brand new trailer. Bless. Does yeah. it come with warranties? I don't know. Did, I don't know how trailer works. Uh, there is have warranty? some warranties. I have it, I have some paperwork for it. Oh, nice. In my little little folder and shit. 
So how does the warranty work for those trailers? Uh, if I remember, they only work if you're a first-time buyer. Secondhand, secondhand, the warranty, the warranty no longer takes an effect. Uh, yeah, and it's mostly like warranty for like the wood, the paint, kind of like uh, the lights for a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But other okay. than that, they don't really have like a mileage counter, so they can't. Oh yeah, guarantee obviously. <laughs> mileage wise, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the warranty isn't like super, super like aggressive at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh I've I've ended up finding one. Um I picked up an 18 foot trailer. So perfect. Actually a little bit big. I kind of wanted smaller, but no, that's fine. I mean, I mean you can haul my car and your there. car together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for what was available, um, getting one built and the extra the extra money involved with the materials shortages and everything right now, I think I found the best deal that I could right now, at least. So I picked it up for $4,300. I still say you should have went for the red trailer. No. <laughs> Wait, it is red... a black trailer. Is it? Does it have like air suspension or something like that? No, no, no. It's just oh. a regular, regular eighteen foot trailer. I have a two foot dovetail in the rear, and that's pretty much it. It's a normal car car hauling trailer. The only thing I got out of that eighteen foot trailer, I don't know what the dove foot mean. Uh, the dovetail is basically the last two feet of the trailer is pitched downward. Um, so that when you put your ramps it makes it it helps it a little bit have a, a longer incline to get the car on the tra- on the trailer okay okay that's all it is oh okay fun yeah i mean look <laughs> at it this way you have more space to put more stuff on that trailer now oh yeah dude there's i'm not um hauling anything big or anything long like that's way more than what i need <laughs> perfect so F-250 long bed with the 18-foot trailer, I'll tow whatever I need to tow. I'm not really worried about anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I can tow my wife's wagon probably now. Ooh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Time to cancel AAA. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think more for Leo so he can take his Celica to car meets. Yeah. Oh, you don't think I'm going to charge you? That's cute. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. We got Alberta's over there. I'll pay you in food. <laughs> oh, no. You're just going to have to pay F-250 gas. Does it, does it run on uh, what was it? on kindness and, uh, and love? <laughs> uh, ironically, it does not. <laughs> oh, very no, the, the, the payment is for him to rant. rant? No. <laughs> Why are you going to want me to rant? No, I'm not going to rant. <laughs> Nine rent today. <laughs> Maybe next week episode, probably. <laughs> yeah. So I sent you guys a picture when I first got to the house with the trailer, right? Yes. Yes. And I kind of used that in our little uh unaccepted host uh group chat we have there. I kind of used that as my timer to see how long it took me to park it in the side of my house. <laughs> how long did it take you? Eight minutes. That's pretty quick. I felt like I was out there fucking forever. <laughs> I mean, 
It, it actually, Leo, it actually is kind of like a long time, eight minutes. And when you're, but once Tony gets like, gets the hang of it, he'll, he'll do it much quicker. Yeah. I, I think eight minutes is decent for my first time ever towing anything. But uh, yeah, no, I felt like I was out there forever. I was kind of getting pissed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a start to somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. And luckily it fucking fit back there. Because I also still have my dad's car back there mm. on the side of the house. Yeah, I remember. So I went, you know, I had the, I parked the truck back there all the time. And then my dad's car has been there since he left Arkansas and took the Crown Vic with him. Mm. So I kind of measured the remaining space and I was like, fuck, this is going to be super, super tight. I think I was going to have in total four feet. And that is spread out between all distances and between every object in there. <laughs> now you're so, making that, that space useful now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it just barely, barely fit in there. I, I backed it up in there. Um, I stopped maybe a foot and a half shy from hitting my dad's car. Mm-hmm. Got out of the truck. Check to make sure I didn't hit my dad's car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the... I don't even think you have to check. All you have to do is hear a low thud. Yeah. True, true, true. If you, if you feel like instant braking, you're like, hmm, probably I might have hit the car. Man, it's a little old Toyota. It'll probably crush halfway before I hear anything. Like, <laughs> or go through all the way to the driver's seat. <laughs> but, uh, or, yeah, or push the, the car into your suspension back there and just destroy it. I think the suspension will destroy the car. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, check the front gates closed, turned it off. And that's when I kind of stopped my timer. So eight minutes trailers back there. I added it to my insurance. Unfortunately, the dam, because I bought it from like a small uh, custom built trailer place. Yeah. That they had these kind of pre-made. And unfortunately, their DMV system is all fucked up, so I have to go to the DMV to register this. So you, have to, you have to take it to the DMV. I have to take it to the DMV, yes. For them to just kick the time, be like, all right, this is good. I I guess, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's just a VIN verification before they just played it, you know? Yeah. But that's going to be fun. Um, I've never been to the DMV out in my city, so I'm hoping it's I don't get stuck. <laughs> I have. Actually, I have been there. Okay. Is it does it is it parking friendly for a truck and a trailer? It's huge. It depends on the on the DMV you go to. Well, I'm gonna try the one local because I'm gonna try to go after work. Uh, I can probably tell you which DMV you can go to that has more space in terms of parking, so you can uh, have the trailer there. Problem is, I get home three thirty, three forty five. Oof. Are you yeah. fucked? Yeah, oh yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm gonna make some attempts this week to get it done. Um, if not, try to maybe make an appointment and I don't know, maybe I'll just get off early, uh get off early from work one day or something like that. Figure it out. Cause if, let's say you get you get there somehow by like 3 30, right? And you didn't make an appointment and you got a ticket. And to wait in line. So if I do my math right, you'll get out around 4 p.m. the next day. 
knowing how DMV works. <laughs> I guess, yeah, like I said, I think, I think it depends on the DMV. If, if it's like the DMVs where like they've been there for years, of course, the parking lot's going to be small and everything. But there's one that we go to because they have like a good amount of parking space. And that's where we take our big box trucks when we go uh, register because we have to go do VIN verification because we buy the box trucks out of state. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I was thinking about tomorrow driving by just to see what it looks like on the afternoon. And then I'll kind of decide from there. I think maybe my best bet's going to be to make an appointment and just take it that way. Make sure it's just, on a Saturday. Yeah. Well, just to make sure I have the spot there and I'm only going to do it once because I hate doing it. And AAA already told me I can't do it over there, which sucks. <laughs> what? Yep. Oh, man. I guess they used to do it, and they got in trouble for it. Be like, hey, man, do, do one time for good old time's sake. Right. The other <laughs> thing I was thinking about doing was calling, like, a, you know, some insurance places and smog shops do DMV services. And typically, they can do a little bit more than AAA. So I'm thinking about calling one of them and seeing if I can do it over there. That would be a lot easier. So we'll see. We'll see. But light at the end of the tunnel. Trailer is going to get finally kind of registered and legal. And hopefully I can get my ass out on the racetrack soon because it's been way too long. I feel you on that. You got a sim. Don't worry. Not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> All right. So last thing. And I know Manny has been waiting to give me shit about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cross trek was very short lived. Very short lived. Very short lived. It is gone. I traded it <laughs> for something bigger, more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I bought it with the intention of like, hey, Crown Vic is gone. I should get myself a commuter, but I don't want a boring commuter. Maybe this little thing is still have my utility and I can off-road it and have fun. It's stick shift. I'll be okay. Nope, absolutely not. I cannot do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was way too goddamn slow um, to the point like it, it kind of, it was nice for like the first three weeks. Cause I was just like getting a shit ton of good gas mileage and, I was like, oh, less trips to the gas station. And I was all excited. You know, the little honeymoon short-lived. This is probably the shortest-lived honeymoon phase I've ever had with a car. Oh. And it quickly kind of turned into like, holy crap, I need to move, 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 move. And I'm just on the regular, regular driving for me. I'm winding the car out to 5,000 RPM. So, yeah, I, I was going to blow that motherfucker up before I ever paid it off. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Especially how Subaru works. Yeah, you're probably blowing that up the next month. Yo, I, I'd have blew it up. I'd have blew it up for sure. Yep, for sure. <laughs> I had warranty on it, whatever. But like the whole the whole thing is just that it became kind of frustrating to me. And, or... you know, I commute pretty far. Typically, you would think I just want to save the gas, but honestly, spending that much time in a car, 
like i i don't think i can i think i just need to enjoy the drive rather than save the gas i don't care you know oh, i do care a little bit gas is getting expensive but it kind of is what it is it's not breaking the bank to pay the extra gas versus enjoying my drive a little bit since I'm driving for so many hours a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how like Google maps gets really creepy and tracks all your shit sometimes. Uh, not for me. Okay. Well, I got a, okay, you have an Android. Earlier. That's why you have Android. <laughs> I got a notification that I had 91 hours of driving last week or last week, last month and a total oh, of like 3,200 miles. So like Jeez. that's my monthly average is around is a little bit over 3000 every month. So that's kind of where I'm like okay, I'm spending that much fucking time in the car, I might as well be comfortable, enjoy it. If I want the power, I should have the power there, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. I remember there was one time where Tony like just like said randomly like like man, I think I'm going to start to car shopping again. I was like you're always car shopping. And he had to like think about it and had to like face the facts if you should be in denial or accept it <laughs> i mean i'm always looking but there's looking and then there's looking with intent <laughs> <laughs> okay now you're just being in denial a little bit a little bit a little bit but I, I think almost everybody does it leo do you quote unquote car shop without intent yes okay thank you thank you manny you you mean you don't go and just randomly look and see what's out there for sale or I what do. new cars are coming that seems interesting. I do, but I don't deny it like you. Oh, no, I said I don't deny oh. it. It's just it's, there's with oh. intent and without. <laughs> Most I'm, just hearing, making excuses. Without. I'm hearing an argument. <laughs> I'm just making excuses. <laughs> you know what, Tony? Might as well, you know what? Vent, vent it out. I, I am. <laughs> vent it all out. Yeah, he's venting it out on like someone. Who is this someone? <laughs> Sorry, we got to work through this together, Leo. Together. <laughs> Together. <laughs> but yeah, Tony is like constantly just changing cars every few months, if not every year. Yeah, it's to a point yes, where man. it's getting to a point where I just want to see if Tony can be my sugar daddy at this point. Yeah. I don't know, Manny. I think you own more cars than me. Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, no. Wait. You have the El Camino, Tacoma, Mustang. <clears throat> and I guess we're not counting the Toyota pickup no more, huh? No more, yeah. All right. So we probably have about the same amount of cars. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Me. You're I'm almost there, Leo. Just pick yeah, yourself I, up one more shitbox. No, I, at one point I did have it three cars four cars actually and that was not fun at all no it gets to be a little bit much much with the insurance yeah <laughs> and registration that's when i realized hmm, i think one ship box and one semi ship box will be enough for me and that's why i'm stuck with now all right all right I'm going to have a little bit more than that, but <laughs> anyways, I did end up trading in the cross trek and I went with the Outback. Steakhouse? 
Yes, steakhouse. Yes. Come with the blooming onions? Yes. No onions. What? No, no onions. maidens. No onions. Why you have return it? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> no maidens. No maidens. But yeah, I went with uh I wanted the obviously the turbo model. I wasn't gonna get the the 2.5 liter, which kind of surprised me. Like, so I got the the Onyx Edition XT or whatever. It it has the 2.4 turbo, which is I think the same motor that they have in the new WRX, right, Leo? Uh, the I was assuming liter? you had more Subaru knowledge. I hate Subarus. You drive one. Unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't by choice either. <laughs> okay, but yes, I have the one with the 2.4 turbo. The 2.4? Um, no, that's not a WRX motor. No? Nope. There comes the, 2.5. Is the 2.5? 2.5 or a 2.0. Or a 2.0. Yes. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, well, this one has a 2.4. Um, and apparently I didn't actually, well, I guess as I was kind of, uh, looking through them more and kind of deciding what I was going to trade the cross check in for, weirdly enough, the premium limited touring and base models of the Outback all come with the 2.5 NA. So that... Big ass fucking lifted wagon comes in with only 182 horsepower, dude. Depression. It's like depression all around. Crap. Like, what are they doing? (laughs) Why would they even bother doing that? Oh, I Googled it. The new the new 2022 WRX uses the 2.4 as well. Yeah. They can keep that. They probably could, but yeah. So I went with the with the turbo model, obviously, because I wanted the power. That was one of the big things I was missing. And yeah. uh, I fucking love it. It's ha- I'm comfortable. It has the power, but it did make me feel really old. How? How? So up until this point, I've only bought two types of cars. And it's always been either a sports car of some sort Mm -hmm. or some kind of economy entry-level car, right? Yeah. Kind of like a cheap ship box or I went for a sports car. You know, the Mustang, the Type R, kind of going more into those. Well, yeah, SVO is a sport car. All the Mustangs I've owned before, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, The Spec V Sentras. The Crosstrek is kind of like that entry-level, like, getting into the off-road Subaru models, you know what I mean? It's the entry-level car for it. Mm. Um, yeah. Civics. I've had a couple Civics, you know what I mean? I've had a couple Preludes, like entry-level stuff, you know what I mean? I've never yeah. really had like a uh, an adult car that was just meant for comfort, luxury, power, blah, 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 blah. That wasn't a sports car, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the Outback kind of makes me feel old because it's kind of like my first adult-focused car. Mm, I actually got to drive it. Yes. What? 
Yeah. How come I couldn't drive it? I don't know. You went to round one instead. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I went solo to round one. What do you mean solo? I went with you. You did not definitely <laughs> go with me. And I hate being solo and I have social anxiety. You, I mean, you could have just gone home. That, that would have been boring. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, yes, the, the Outbacks actually seems super fucking nice. I'm enjoying all the little luxuries and tech. I actually didn't think I would like the tech. But the fact that it has that uh that adaptive cruise control and that thing that I guess it reads the lanes to like help turn for you. Ooh. It's really nice in traffic. Like that. Coming home in traffic, I kind of just turned it on and it pretty much did the stop and go of traffic for me. Just don't rely on it too much. No, no, no. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still I'm still side eyeballing it like a motherfucker, like. It is a Subaru, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm still sight eye- eyeballing it like a motherfucker, but it was pretty fucking nice, and it fit all of my dog training gear inside of it pretty nice too. That's why I did notice it was really spacious. Yeah, it fit all my dog training gear. It was super easy and plenty of room for the dog, and I still was able to utilize my back seats. Yeah, because when I saw it, I saw how big it was. I was like, I was really impressed how big it was, literally. Yeah, no, it, it's a good, good size. It still has some pretty good power to kind of get up and go. Like, the torque comes in pretty nice. Nice, nice. So, no complaints on it other than, you know, obviously, I I try, I could have probably lost less money if I would have sold the Crosstrek third party instead of trading it back to Subaru. Because, mm. obviously, there was a money hit involved because... You know, and and that's on me. That's my mistake. I think I've learned about myself that I cannot do an economy car anymore for a daily. Because if you think about it, before this, I was dailying the Crown Vic, but I wasn't paying for the Crown Vic. So I didn't mind, you know, compromising on shit, you know? Yeah. And the Crown Vic was a V8, so I had plenty of torque. Mm-hmm. But before the Crown Vic, I daily the Type R. Before that, I daily the Coyote. Before that, I daily the Spec V. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never really dailyed anything that slow. And I think I've discovered I can't have an economy car. There's just no fucking way. (laughs) But, Tony. Yeah. If it has the lane assist feature, you should take it to the track and let it drive itself on the track. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. But yeah, so I did, it was kind of like an expensive lesson to learn, to be honest. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't trade it into the third party because like I would have to wait for the check to be cut and then clear the loan, then go out and purchase the Outback separately. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that means in the meantime, I would either have to daily the Fox body or the pickup truck. Which both of them would have been cool. No, that would have sucked, dude. I'm commuting over 120 miles a day. What's your MPG on that? On what? The what's that? The Outback? The Outback, yeah. Uh so I've been tracking it. 
uh, in the mornings from here to my job, I get 33. Oh, yeah, I for, I really well. I just remembered when I went from when I went from round one after being solo to back home. I averaged 29.8 miles per gallon in the Subaru. Look at you saving the planet. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, saving so... the planet while the Celica is leaking oil on the planet. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Contaminating it. Yeah, it, it, it balanced out if you think about it. Yeah. It's the but, checks and balances. Uh, commute from my house to work. I got 33 and then driving it to work back to my house. It came down to twenty six point eight. I'm assuming oh. because of the traffic at the end of the day. Yeah, traffic, and I've been putting my foot in it here and there. Hmm. So, I Leo. think I think I can probably get keep it at like twenty six, twenty seven on average. Which so Leo, because yes. how uh, you want to start the timer to see when he's gonna blow his head a gasket? <laughs> I'll give him a cool three month. Cool. You guys can take bets on it. Let's go. <laughs> you can't baby either. You gotta drive it like how you how you usually drive it. Oh no, I can't baby it because then I want to trade it in. Yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see the pedal hitting all the way to the back of the engine. Tony, you were babying the shit out of the type R. Don't give me this shit. When? In the beginning. Ooh. In the beginning. Well, yeah, I had braking miles. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, for, I forgot shit. about that. Yeah, that thing had braking miles I had to cover because I was planning to beat the fuck out of it at the track. Should have dropped it, like, rev it to red line and drop it gear <laughs> as a braking mile. <laughs> the hey, problem is I... he couldn't he couldn't over-rev it on the Type R. God. Well, I tried to give the Type R a good life with me, but it did not do the things it was supposed to do. Like not overheat? Like not overheat with a novice driver. So That's, as much as hell? I loved driving the car, it didn't do what it was supposed to do. So it was time to move on. Amen. Amen. But yeah, I think, uh, I think with that Outback, now I think I won't be opposed to putting on some bigger off-road tires on that one. Rally stage in back of Manny Yard. Let's do it. Oh Ooh. yeah. Who <laughs> your backyard? Ooh. Yeah, because I was thinking what might have saved the cross trek was modding it, but then I was thinking about it. I don't know how those people do it. They put giant ass tires. They put the roof baskets on there and all kinds of other shit on there. I'm pretty sure they. It get, slows uh, it down. I'm pretty sure they get a, a what was it a cob tune thingy. Yeah, I looked and, them up. They don't do a whole lot for it. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it was actually really sad to find out like what kind of power they made. There was even somebody who went as far as trying to turbo it. Mm -hmm. And they made 200. Yeah, so that car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good I was thing, like, good, yeah, good thing you find No, so. I was just like, no, no, no. Like, there's so many, I don't understand. There's so many other two two liter engines that are doing amazing horsepower. You know what I mean? There's so many engines that's less than that, dude. Way bigger power. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> GR Corolla. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think this one is here. It 
fits my dog. It fits all my dog training gear really comfortable. So we'll see, uh, you know, I do know the stigma on Subaru. We'll see as I put it through the mileage ringer, how it actually holds up. So I like the car so far, but obviously if it starts breaking down on me, it's, it's getting kicked out too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, Leo but, uh, says he gives it three months, so we'll see. All right. Well, what about Manny, you, man? Where are you at? Three, Leo's yeah. got three months. Where are you at? Well, I only said that because Leo drives a Subaru, so that's the only that's the only reason why I brought it up. I, I honestly I wouldn't know because I don't drive Subarus. Good, you keep it like that. You, you're saving yourself a headache. All right. Well, I guess with that, we'll call that an episode. We'll check in in three months to see if I blew it up. Nice, yes, sir. <laughs> and we'll check back in with uh, your line April check part three of the mental health checkup. Yes, next week. If Anybody wants to watch along, we're going up to episode 15 for next week. Yes, yes, and yes. So with and that, Manny, why don't you tell us, tell the listeners where they can find us. Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website at UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on wherever you listen to. iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Tony's Truck, Your Wife's House and or at my house too if you want this is a podcast not a not a mr bitches recruitment ladies i'm also single okay with that depressing note i heard that i heard the cricket i heard the cricket how dare you <laughs> should have never gave me these buttons they should have gave you those powers Oh, just wait till I start figuring out how to replace these buttons with other stuff. Oh, oh, my God. And I if you I... have any questions, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we will see everybody next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Adios. Bye-bye. Farewell.